Welcome to Community Pulse from Environmental Design Group, highlighting the transformations happening in our communities and celebrating the leaders making them happen. Tammy Naguki, her EDG co-host and their special guest, reveal insights that are driving our communities forward, right now on Community Pulse. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Community Pulse podcast. My name is Tammy Naguki, and I'm with Environmental Design Group, joined today by Jennifer Six with J6 Advisors and Carmen DeVoe with EDG Creative. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining me. I want to introduce you real quick um, before we get started into the meat of the things here. But I wanted to start by just letting everybody know, Jennifer, you have more than 20 years experience in the private, nonprofit, and public sectors. Jennifer works with communities and companies on strategic economic development initiatives, including site selection and business attraction strategies and recruitment. She has secured more than $253 million in financial incentives and funding assistance for corporate and municipal clients. She has secured millions in grant funding to redevelop environmentally contaminated properties, creating sustainable neighborhoods and mixed-use districts, and has procured federal assistance projects to benefit low- to moderate-income qualified individuals through economic development, business loans, and grants. Jennifer has a Bachelor of Science in Advertising from Kent State University and is a member of the Ohio Economic Development Association. Welcome, Jennifer. And joining us also today, Carmen DeVoe with EDG Creative. Carmen's creative experience includes branding, web design, content creation, public engagement, and outreach, and the design of booklets, flyers, signage, advertisements, logos, brochures, invitations, and infographics. Carmen is a certified drone pilot as well and has additional skills in photography, videography, drone photography and videography, illustration, and animation. Carmen's open-minded creativity ranges from divergent thinking to a more conservative approach, depending on the solution needed for the specific task. She prioritizes her design for messaging and readability while maintaining the creative flair needed for audience engagement. In addition, Carmen has taught graphic design at the University of Akron and the Hudson Montessori School. Welcome, both of you. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to start talking about this. I know this has been a long time coming for the two of you to put together a a seminar that we're going to be putting on next week titled, tell me again, Carmen, what's the name of our seminar? The Ripple Effect and how branding influences, the branding influence on community and economic development. Perfect. Well, can you please talk a little bit about, you know, before we get started here, a little bit about um, who you are, what drives you, and more about your current role. Jennifer, we'll start with you. Okay. Great. Thanks, Tammy. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. Um, Community and economic development is not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to working with cities. And I'm thrilled that we're talking about branding and marketing because so many cities don't take the opportunity to invest in that political capital when it comes to sending the right message to the region at large. And what I believe we can bring to the table are innovative solutions looking at those analytics, but then learning how to be creative in order to serve each community well. Um, I have a background in municipal government, and so I can speak firsthand at how cities try to move at the speed of business, and because of the bureaucracy and the red tape that is just that political landscape, it's difficult to do. And one of the things that my company does is bridge the gap between the public sector and the private sector to communicate realistic strategies to implement and affect change in communities at large. That's great, Jen. And how did you get involved with economic development? 
Well, it started back in 2002 when I was afforded the opportunity to work for a local municipality in Northeast Ohio. And we got pretty good at public-private partnerships and thought, well, you know what, we could take the show on the road. And that's where we created a company that was going to do that and be a consultant for municipalities, but also companies who are struggling with expansion and incentive procurement. And it just took off from there. Terrific. Thanks, Jen. And Carmen, a little bit about yourself, who you are, what drives you, and more about your current role. Yeah, so um, with EDG Creative, there's a lot of things we get to do and be a part of. Um, Tammy, you listed that long list of things that I, I get the joy of doing all the time, you know, website, communications, marketing, branding, all this stuff. So, you know, whatever the community may need, you know, for me, I just really love helping bring that project to life and, you know, or elevate it and, you know, not only make it look good. You know, that's that's the fun part for sure. But also making sure that it has an impact. Um, you know, there's that clear messaging. There's that strategy behind, you know, that project. So for me, you know, driving, what drives me is making sure that those projects are successful on all aspects that the, you know, that the goal was met. And um, it's really rewarding to see, you know, the project come to an end and, you know, it did what it was supposed to do. And I know you're involved with several communities around Northeast Ohio and actually down into Southern Ohio. Um, what would you say your favorite project has been to date? Um, I think we worked, well, I think maybe a more recent one would be Scioto County was a lot of fun. Um, it was a pretty big process, but I think the end goal was really impactful. And we got a really, um, really great input from the client and as well as the community. We worked on branding, rebranding them, got some feedback from the community. There's a lot of things that go into branding uh, or rebranding. Um, especially county. So there was a lot of steps in that process, but um, that was a really fun project. You know, come up with the colors and the feel and really capturing what Scioto County was in a logo. Um, that was really fun. Awesome. Thanks, Carmen. And a question for you, Jennifer. Tell us a little bit about um, how J6 Advisors impact so many communities in our area. And I know you're focused primarily in Northeast Ohio, or am I um, speaking a little too generally there? Are you a little bigger than that even? Uh, we're definitely local, but with a regional focus, right? So we try not to work with our clients in a silo. We recognize that there are a lot of communities out there that need a lot of help. We are a regional firm, so we travel where our clients need us. Great. You and Carmen are both getting ready to present the seminar on the relationship between community branding and economic development. Jennifer, can you tell us a little bit about how you have tied the two of them together? We talked about economic and community development in communities not being a one-size-fits-all approach. And some of the communities that, that we have worked in in the past really have a strong desire to grow but don't really have the tools in which to do it. And branding can be something that's relatively simple with a shorter time frame uh, to enact actual measurable solutions. And I like that Carmen is so creative because I think we balance each other really well that, that we can look at the analytics and then build a creative strategy around it case by case for each community because, again, they're not alike. And we work in communities that don't have water or sewer infrastructure yet. That's a different message. That's a different campaign. Mm -hmm. It's a different brand identity. And then you look at some of the more uh, progressive communities that are built out, 
well, how do they continue to grow Mm -hmm. when they are landlocked? So it's really cool to come up with different strategies for each community. I imagine that's really important too. You know, anytime a community needs to spend money, they they want to see that return on investment. What is that? Uh, what is that dollar month that they're going to be able to go back to their constituents and say, "This is what I've saved. This is what this is. This is the impact that this is having on our community." Do you have an example, Jen, like that where you can you can talk about something that you've done um, recently or in the past few years? Sure, absolutely. In the city of Conneaut, which is at the very northeastern tip of the state of Ohio. We worked there for years on economic and community development initiatives that led to a strategy and brand identity for what we're calling the Port District. And this is definitely a community that wasn't really on the map, yet they have a beautiful waterfront. They have a deep water port. They have a lot of publicly owned property that is for industrial. And they have some tourism But until we started letting the region know that Conneaut was there as a recreational activity destination, but also a place to grow your business and your family, um, it was virtually unrecognizable. And with a brand campaign solidly behind it, you can then really start to build a reason to come to this part of the state. And what have you seen as far as returns for that community? Well, we talk about smart goals, right? When you when you uh, use taxpayer dollars on things like Absolutely. this, it, it does have to be measurable. And we have seen a direct impact on job creation as a result of this. New businesses coming in town. I will tell you, running some of the data on tourism, there were probably a handful of Airbnbs a couple years ago. Now I think they're closing in on over thirty. Yeah. So you can you can definitely see the interest growing. Some property switching hands. A lot of buildings downtown being redeveloped. It's it's really cool to see that strategy actually come to life. Have you noticed? I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but have you noticed a change since like pre-COVID versus post-COVID as far as community attraction and things like you're talking about with economic development? We could talk all day long about post-COVID as it relates yeah. to how it's affected communities. Certainly office is something to talk about. Cities do have to pivot and reassess how they're dealing with some of these vacancies, whether it's in the warehousing, industrial, flex space, residential, creating new residential opportunities. Housing is a big, big conversation uh, for all of our communities and, and what kind of housing should they offer, and then how to repurpose all of those somewhat vacant office buildings. Yeah, I It's think, definitely a challenge. I think Carmen would probably agree that, you know, a lot of the messaging that took place pre-COVID is no longer even relevant anymore. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that we're talking about now, we just are looking at things through a completely different lens. Mm-hmm. True. Yep. Carmen, can you tell us a little bit about your role in branding and why it's important to get it right for growing communities? Oh, man. That's a good question. Branding is so important. So a lot of people, I think, think that a brand is just your logo or just your colors. Um, I don't think people um, think about all the other things that a brand is. You know, your name, like I said, your logo, your tagline, the fonts that you use, your voice, your personality, your image, your story. All of those things make up who you are. And it's important to get that right. And it's important because it sets you apart from everybody else. Um, you're identified easier. You are, um, there's a sense of pride as well as people that are in that community. Like, here's who we are. We are this, these people. This is our brand. And also having a solidified brand 
it's more distinctive as well. So people talking about economic development, people that are looking to move somewhere, a family, um, they may move to your community because, oh, your brand, wow, this place looks like a place I want to live. Look at all the natural resources they have. Look at all the the trails and the parks that they're showcasing. Uh, Maybe you have a hint of that in your logo because that's really important to you. Also, new businesses, maybe they're going to build a business where you are um, because that looks like a great place to move. That looks a great place to live. So your brand is very important um, in all of those aspects. And also, like with Scioto County, we talked about that a little bit earlier today. One of their things that they got back from the community, a lot of people really love their natural resources. I think it was close to 80% of the respondents on the survey, people said the main thing that they love Scioto County for is their natural resources. So when we redeveloped their branding, uh, we included some of those natural resources in their logo to really showcase that. This is why, this is what Scioto County is. We really care about our natural resources. Come here, enjoy it, experience it. I think it's really interesting that you said personality is part of your branding. You know, mm-hmm. When we moved to this area 22 years ago, we had a weekend to find a house. And, you know, we thought, well, we'll just pick something. And then once the kids settled into school, we could, you know, move to some part that was more appropriate. But we really got lucky and, and really relied on that branding of that community to settle into. And, you know, we haven't moved again because we chose correctly. And I think that's really important. I think, you know, the first things that people look at when they move to a community is, you know, the only things they can see, the the signage, the, you know, the flavor of the website, you mm-hmm. know, they're getting that social media, yeah, seeing exactly. what they look like on social media. Yeah. And they're posting. So many things like that can get overlooked um, mm-hmm. from a, you know, a municipality's perspective, mm-hmm. but from a visitor's perspective, that's maybe the only thing that they see when they come to a community for the first time. Yep. Fascinating stuff. Well, I'm excited about how you two are collaborating on these topics um, to help our local communities continue to attract businesses, re- residents, and visitors. Um, I'd like you to give our audience a sneak peek at the topics you'll be covering in the seminar you guys are doing. Yeah, so we have a seminar coming up next Wednesday, uh, next week, uh, which is really exciting. So I talked to you a little bit about all the different components of your brand, so I'll be diving a little deeper into those and why each of those is important. Um, Also, I'll be talking about Scioto County a little bit more and everything that was discovered with that project and how it will elevate their tourism, because that was their main goal. Uh, A little bit more of a personal story to help you relate to the effects that branding can have on a community or a a county. Um, So a little bit about that, also about how to build a strong brand and keep it. A brand does take work over time. Times change, like COVID happened. As time goes on, your brand may change as well. You know, you take a look at maybe Apple's logo from a really long time ago. Um, Their logo has changed multiple times. Uh, Coca-Cola, you know, famous brands change over time. And um, that usually happens the same thing with community brands, too. I think that's interesting because we, when we think about branding, we always think about the big brands, mm-hmm. the Southwest Airlines, the Marriotts, the Apple, like you said, Starbucks. We don't always think about our own community and you know what we're trying to market mm-hmm. to our constituents and to potential new residents and businesses. But it's equally important, probably even more so. You know, we're not a consumer brand, but we're selling you know a little bit more than that. What we're selling is has a little bit more emotion tied to it. So I think it's even probably more important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jennifer Six will cover the economic development standpoints of it, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think using it as a tool for business attraction 
or tourism or whatever the goal is, Carmen's going to walk through some of the steps about how important it is to have stakeholder engagement in this so that you create this cohesive plan that wasn't built in a vacuum. And when you're when you're looking to build your brand, it's important to know that when when someone comes to your website, they're looking to eliminate, right? Site selection is about site elimination. So whether it's a real estate agent that is looking on behalf of his client to relocate a business, or whether it's a family that's looking for a great community with a solid school district, your website tells a story and your brand is that messaging. And I think it'll be an eye-opener for some of our municipal leaders that'll be in our audience next next week that your city seal is not your brand. Mm-hmm. And while it can accompany its identity, it isn't the slogan. It's not the messaging. Um, it's going to take a lot of work to do the brand and match it up with the website. So it's not just about creating a logo. You're really creating a program mm-hmm. and, and, and project based that then you're giving these cities these tools yep. that they can continue to use. And that's going to resonate a lot. And, and I think I'm, I'm even more excited to hear about some of the offerings that for the audience members, and please consider attending this because there's going to be a, a pretty neat offer at the end of this uh, that Carmen's going to roll out. And she's incredibly talented when it comes to doing digital audits mm-hmm. and showing you realistically what you can expect from a brand or even just a measuring tool for your existing website and your branding. Because, again, a lot of municipalities are missing the boat because they are just not on the map. Absolutely. And I love that the two of you have already been working on a few projects together more more recently. And I think what we've uncovered is there's always a story to tell within any, within any community, and they're always so different. And that story is not, it, while it may be told somewhere in their community seal, it's it's definitely not told in their branding very, very often. I, and I wanted to ask, too, um, there are a lot of communities in Northeast Ohio that we've looked at, actually in Central Ohio as well, where um, the logo may have been done or the branding may have been done maybe five, ten years ago. How do you know when it's time to rebrand or to tell a new story or to change things up a little bit? Maybe maybe it's just a refresh, but what does that look like in your opinion? Yeah, sometimes um, it may look a little dated. Maybe it's the colors. Maybe it's the font. Um, sometimes it's just their goals are different now. Um, you know, an example you know, Eastgate, they're all about quality, providing quality um, assistance to their community. And so we helped refresh their brand a little bit, updated the colors. And, um, you know, sometimes the balance can be off in the logo, so balancing it out a little bit more. And then also adding, we added a check mark within their logo that fit really comfortable within their current logo. And that just added that quality piece to their messaging. So... So it was more like a refresh instead yeah, of an overhaul? Yeah, it was a refresh. And I think sometimes that's really good, too, um, to add that. But it can just be maybe the logo's a little outdated. As you see, looking at other logos, you're like, hmm, mine's not where it needs to be to stay with, you know, 2023 and beyond or whatever, you know. So I, I, there are a lot of logos that are obviously very recognizable. The Nike swoosh is notorious for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, communities aren't going to have that. But they should have something that makes a little bit more sense for their community, if I'm correct on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I said, as times as things change, you know, maybe their community just got something new there that they really want to showcase in their logo. Maybe, you know, it's 
this is going to sound crazy, like a water park or something, you know, that's really impactful to the community. They really love it, draws a lot of people in. Maybe they want to tie that piece into their, I don't know how it would be, maybe into their logo, but maybe their community has changed in some way where maybe their logo needs to reflect that or their branding needs to reflect that piece. Yeah, I've seen where, you know, communities tend to get older or younger over time. And so the brand would then reflect the interests of the community or the Mm -hmm. interests of the community they're trying to attract at that point. Does that sound right, Jen? It does. And I think that there's a realization that when when municipalities are working so hard and there's a lot of capacity issues right now, and I think that there are probably a lot of city officials that just go about their day because they're paving roads and they're trying to attract business that they don't realize over time there are probably multiple logos that they have been using over the years that they didn't maybe sunset or retire when they should have. So Parks and Recreation Department has one logo. City Administration has another logo. Oh, and then we have another organization over here, a foundation or a CDC. And, and then it's super confusing. And and they probably don't even realize it because mm-hmm. they're just busy doing what they do on a daily basis. Right. And so when you have multiple logos, it's just very confusing. It's a lot of noise. And I think, again, that's where EDG can come in and really assess the current situation and then make those recommendations with the community as to, okay, what is the next step? What does this brand look like? And how do we want to use it? Yeah. Well, your workshop sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see it myself and hear more about how you guys are going to expand on all of these topics. Um, But before we get to that point, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how can our listeners find you? So Jennifer, with J6 Advisors, how can our audience find out more about working with you? Where would they go for information? I am on LinkedIn, and that's where my contact information is as well. So feel free to send me a message via LinkedIn. And if you are attending the seminar, obviously we'll be around as long as we need to to talk to anybody that wants to talk to us. Perfect. Thanks, Jennifer. And Carmen? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn as well, social media. Um, EDG Creative is in-house design firm of environmental design group. So you can go to envdesigngroup.com and look in our services tab. You'll find EDG Creative there. And uh, there you can see some of our project experience. I talked about Scioto County. You can see their, that logo example there and that project. And um, do follow us on social media, EDG Creative. And I hope to see you at the seminar and connect there. Perfect. Thanks, ladies. Uh, One other question before I let you off the hook here, Um, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit better personally. um, Tell us one thing that you have on your bucket list to complete for the last part of 2023. We try to hit a national park every year and sometimes make it, sometimes don't. This year we're going to hit two and have the great fortune to do some hiking in Alaska. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Super pumped for that. What, What month are you planning to get up there, Jen? That'll be later in July. Perfect. That sounds nice. 18 days of daylight. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Wow. 18 days. Sorry. 18 hours. 18 hours of daylight. I was going to say 18 days. Wow. <laughs> That's really I want to go. <laughs> How about you, Carmen? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm always doing art projects. Um, I have a carousel horse I'm trying to refinish and repaint. Um, it's kind of an art piece, just kind of something different. I like to do a lot of different things. Um so trying to refinish that and repaint it, and it's going to be an art piece in my house. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's kind it. of different. Yeah, yeah it's kind of awesome. a different thing. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on now. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining me today. And we're looking forward to the seminar next week. Our followers can find out more in the link after the podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you.